Revenge, betrayal. Murder. What is the biggest betrayal of your life? Uh, it's very personal. <laughs> yeah, no, right now. Uh, next. <laughs> Thank uh. you. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Today's episode of Audio Shelf is The Wicked King. Ooh, so I'm really excited about this episode. That's good. You, that ooh was like questioning. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, you knew that we were doing this book. <laughs> Crap it, read it. I'm just going to know. <laughs> no, we definitely read this one. Oh, yes. We soaked it up. Oh, God. It oh. was like a biscuit. Ooh, and gravy. Biscuit and gravy. We soaked it up. <gasps> ooh, mm. Sometimes you put a little butter and honey in there with the gravy. Oh, yes. It's like. Oh, the perfect mix of sauce. And it has to be hot and warm. Mm. Mm. Else it doesn't count. Yes, exactly. But I am excited about this book because you know why? Why? This is a pre-release. This is a book that isn't even on the shelves yet. Correct. Like we all, 2018, we were like, oh, this book, it just came out last month or this one just came out the other day. Yeah, we were thinking that it got an early release. Exactly. Because when we last looked at it, it wasn't coming out till the the eighth of January. Yes, which is tomorrow, technically. Literally tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But we finally are in 2019, and we're getting books early. Yes, before the publishing date. Yes, this is incredible. Arcs, arcs, early releases of audiobooks. Oh, we just have to thank Hatchet Audio and the Libra Libro FM. Yes, so what is it called? Mm-hmm. Libro FM. It is .fm. I feel like I'm saying a radio station. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. Okay. But Hatchet Audio or Hachette Audio. However, Hachette. <laughs> we're, we're getting real fancy. <laughs> we're getting real fancy. We're from Pasadena. We're, so we are Ratchet when we say Hatchet. We, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You got real excited. I did get really excited because that was just. So good. Uh, but we do <laughs> want to thank Hachette Audio <laughs> for allowing us to get as many books from them as possible as long as we review them. Yes, and we do get many, many books yes. from Libro.fm. Libro.fm is where it's at. We made that our B. Mm-hmm. So if you couldn't tell already, we're doing The Wicked King, mm-hmm. The Folk of the Air, book two. Mm-hmm. This is a highly anticipated novel of 2019. Yes. And it's also important to note we did The Lost Sisters a couple months ago, which is a novella, a part of the folk air. It's just a little extra piece of it. Mm-hmm. And we also did the Cruel Prince review. Yes, we did. So we're like soaking up this series. We're really in to Holly Black. Yes. Holly Black is the author and she has our life right now. Mm-hmm. The narrator is Caitlin Kelly. Who you should all know by now. Yes. She is Queen with she a capital is. K. She is. Um, and the publisher is obviously Hachette Audio. <laughs> and the audiobook release date is January 8th, 2019, which is tomorrow. Oh, we are in. Are, where are we? The past? We're in the past. Yeah, we are in the past. And the duration is 10 hours and 21 minutes. But I'll tell you, it felt like 
a minute. And literally, I sped through this and I yeah. didn't have to put it on the high speed. No. Mm. And the genre is fantasy, bullying, and sexy, sexy king. Ooh. It makes me go Cardin and then Cardin. And Cardin. 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 There's a lot of emotions right there. there yeah, there really was. Uh, so let's remind the listeners what the Wicked King stems from, from the Cruel Prince. I don't, I don't know how to say that. Just remind you them. You don't know how to... <laughs> <laughs> You don't know how to like bring it back around. No, don't bring yeah, bring it bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back. Okay, yes. So we took this re review. I must say we took this review, but we're doing the review. <laughs> we took the summary from Amazon. You must be strong enough to strike and strike and strike again without tiring. First lesson is to make yourself strong. Mm, that's such a going on a tattoo on my on my uh but, but. Mm -hmm. After the jaw-dropping revelation that Oak is the heir to fairy, Jude must keep her younger brother safe. To do so, she has bound the wicked King Cardin to her and made herself the power behind the throne. Navigating the constantly shifting political alliances of fairy would be difficult enough if Cardin were easy to control. But he does everything in his power to humiliate and undermine her even as his fascination with her remains undiminished. And Jude is not one for humiliation. No, she is not. She's not into that. No, she's not. When it becomes all too clear that someone close to Jude means to betray her, threatening her own life and the lives of everyone she loves, Jude must uncover the traitor and fight her own complicated feelings for Cardin to maintain control as a mortal in a fairy world. Mm, that was a really dramatic reading of that. And I loved it. And you know, it's a really good description. Yes. Like sometimes we get descriptions that like they don't make sense or mm -hmm. they don't really go with the book or it's just like one part of the book and not the entire thing. That is a very nice summary. Yes, I love it. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say... Before we get into our review, this is a non-spoiler review. Yes. So we will not be spoiling. Which is very hard for us because we really? love to spoil things. Yeah, we really do. But we will not because this is an early release. Yeah. So we want to respect that and we want you to go out and have fun with your pre-order without having to worry about it being spoiled right now. So let's get into it. Yes. Okay. So first of all, Caitlin Kelly... Magic. I don't understand how I can love her more. Yeah, it's really difficult. Like, I don't know how she does that with her voice. Like, she makes me feel like I am literally living in f the land of fairy. Yeah. Like, I could feel the m magical, I don't know, what would it be? Fairy? Fairy, fairy lands? Fairy dust? Fairy dust? Fairy lands? Fairy lands? I could feel the fairiness like all around me as mm -hmm. I was listening to this. Exactly. And we, I just impressed with the level of charisma she has for each character. Mm -hmm. With Jude, it's just she just breathes power. Yes. Yeah. And with Cardin, it's there's that arrogance to him. Yeah. Like you never fully like Cardin. Yeah. Like you you do like kind of fall for him a little bit. Yes. But then like you 
you also just want to like keep yourself guarded as mm -hmm. much as you want to like have Jude keep herself. Mm -hmm. Do you remember Taryn from the first book and even Law the Lost Sisters having such a kind of like kiss butt voice? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Did she? Yeah. Because I was like, this through. She was very annoying. That's one of the reasons why we don't like her. Yeah. In The Wicked King, it was like, hi, hi, my name's Taryn. <laughs> hi, I'm Taryn, and I'm here to like royally like F up your life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, sweet. <laughs> I just and I and I think I forgot about that even through the Law Sisters because I we have such a, a strong hatred towards Taryn. Yes, we really do. I mean, it's kind of scary how much we hate this fictional character. Yes, but it's okay because we do. Yes, and Caitlin Kelly and, and I have discussed about my hatred of Taryn. Yeah, and even though I don't think Taryn's her favorite character either, she gave a lot of good insight into Taryn's personality mm -hmm. from her reading mm -hmm. which is really cool to hear a narrator do that yeah to say like there's this character that i know is not going to be liked but i'm going i have to find something i like about her yes in order to portray her yeah yeah eh, i guess so yeah and and she said that taryn is just very similar to jude in that way of of going after something she wants yeah i mean with Jude, it makes sense that we are following her as the main character because mm -hmm. I feel like all of the other characters have such unlikable traits. It's like watching an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> like, none of them are good people whatsoever. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, just nasty. Mm -hmm. But you have that one person, in our case, Jude, who you can stand a little bit longer than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I there's parts of me that want to be Jude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want all my fingers. Yeah. Like yeah. that part. I don't want no I don't like, want no holes in my hands. I don't want no holes in my hands. Holes are not supposed to be where hands are. Mm -hmm. If I want to point at someone, I'm gonna point at them with whatever finger I want. Yeah, not with the one with the missing tip. Yes. Ugh. And it's just a tip. That's not gonna happen with Ooh, me. No. Mm-hmm. It would be like super sensitive, I feel. Yeah. Ooh, at it's least like she doesn't have to worry tip. about like painting her nail though. That is true. Like would Jude worry about that? But would she go to paint it with the phantom tip? <gasps> She'd oh. be like, I, I feel like there's a nail there. I have to paint mm -hmm. the nail. Mm -hmm. Girl, you're painting a table. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Get your life together. Get your life together. Get it together, girl. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, the other voice that was um a lot different. So that's one of the things that Caitlin Kelly does so so well is that she can transform a character through her voice mm -hmm. and she gives every single character their own voice like yes. there was no mistaking the bomb no who's a female character that has a real light kind of bubbly voice mm -hmm. there was no mistaking her with taryn exactly and which they have similar uh like pitches in their voice but there's just a little bit extra air in the bomb's voice. Mm -hmm. And then Oak, who's a kid. So you would think um, you would think that she would portray him with a high pitched voice as well, like in a similar fashion to Taryn and the bomb. But she does this extra thing where she like gives him a little lisp and he's just the cutest effing thing L I've ever heard. Literally. And how do you like, especially when you're doing kids, mm. how you're making a kid in a book cute yes compared to all these other crazy characters yeah that's talent very very much so that is talent and it allows me to get a good picture of each character uh-huh even the the ghost yeah and the roach 
you don't know what they are. For mm-hmm. a while there, I actually had trouble figuring out like what they were. If they were, I think we had that pro- problem in the Cruel Prince. <laughs> in the we Cruel were Prince, like, yeah. Was that really a roach? Yes. We're like, is that a roach or is, is that the, is that seriously a ghost? Yes. Like a guy with a, like a white sheet over his face. Yes. And I was like, is that bomb talking? This but, is a weird, <laughs> weird, weird drug induced scene. <laughs> but then I think throughout her narration we're getting a picture of who they are. Yeah. Especially with Holly Black's descriptions of them. Yes. When she describes uh, bo- the bomb as having dark skin and... And she's beautiful. Beautiful hair and like neon colored hair or whatnot. Yeah. And then there's the roach who has that long nose. Yeah. That is, it looks like a, one of those scythes. Is that what I'm saying? A scythe? A scythe. Scythe? Yeah, it looks like a... a scythe? <laughs> What's up, scythe? Um, but he has like a nose that's like curled yeah. to the back of his... To the front of his lip, actually. Yeah. So it's like the descriptions that Holly Black uses allows us to get a b- better image of them. Yeah, and it's crazy because these characters were in the first book, mm-hmm. but we didn't necessarily care a lot about them in the first book because they weren't um, as important. Yes. I would say. So we didn't get the descriptions. And if we did get the descriptions, it was minimal mm-hmm. and not rememberable whatsoever. But in this one, like we're still getting descriptions of characters and she fits them into the book. So like smartly, mm-hmm. like the, the descriptions for the bomb and the roach come from when Jude recognizes that the bomb and the roach have a like special kind of bond and relationship yeah. with each other. Mm-hmm. And so then she starts comparing their looks because they don't look like they would fit together. No. And so the way that it was just fit in there is so brilliant. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm. There's something about this writing mm-hmm. that I'm I, like, why isn't this like, I know that it's big, a big series. People are really loving it. Why isn't it bigger? I don't know. I mean, I, I know that movie rights got sold for The Cruel Prince. Which is insane. Which I cannot Very insane. That. But when is the movie coming out? Who knows? I want to know. And I was, it made me thinking. It made me, got to, it made me start to think. <laughs> <laughs> See, thinking is not my forte. Um, so did, when Hunger Games became a movie, mm-hmm. how many books were out? I feel like two were out when the first one came out. Yes, I believe so. And then same thing with like Harry Potter. I want to check that actually because that's a very good point. So I know that with, I think with Harry Potter, I think the first like two Two or three books were out. Yes, because I remember going to the store buying Chamber of Secrets because I needed to read them before the movie, the first movie came out. Yeah. Okay, so Hunger... Which I never did. Games. <laughs> <laughs> you just bought them just to say that you had them. Yep. And then eventually when I got when I finished college, I read all the Harry Potters, but I definitely was a late bloomer with reading them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Hunger Games, the first book, came out in September 2008. The second book, so 2008, and the second book, Catching Fire, came out in 2009. Pretty much a year apart. Okay. Um, the Hunger Games movie. Oops, I accidentally typed it like movie. Oh, (laughs) silly you. I know, I'm dumb. Um, the Hunger Games movie didn't come out until 2012. Wow. So we had Hunger Games in 2012. When did the third Hunger Games book come out? That had to come out in 2010? 13. You think? I'm guessing. Book three? 
2010. Oh my gosh. So it was already out. Hmm. It was already done. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that's really. So I wonder if they're waiting or I hope we don't have to wait that long. I don't want to wait. Like, I don't even want to wait for a year to go by until we can read the next book, which is supposed to be called The Queen of Nothing. The Queen of Nothing. What does that even mean? I think it's a rumor. Really? I think that's the rumor title. I know it's everywhere. It's on Goodreads. I know. It's the rumor title. But like, it already has reviews on Goodreads. Well, some of the and reviews. And that's impossible. Yeah. One of the reviews is from Victoria Aveyard. Uh-huh. And she's literally said, I need it. Yes. So. Yeah. Like I saw a lot of people were like, I'm so excited for this book. Yes. And leaving a review. And I was like, how do you do that? First of all. Why and second are you, of all, why am I doing wanting, wanting to do this? Yeah. Like, why are you swaying the stars? <laughs> that is true. Totally swaying the stars. Because it has like a 4.7 right now. Mm-hmm. So like somebody went in there and gave it not five stars and they haven't even reviewed it yet that is true i don't think a book i don't think on goodreads they should allow a book to be reviewed until the publishing date yes i know that might might be you know hard for goodreads to manage but it's a tech company right i don't know what goodreads is i mean i don't know i mean it's from it's through amazon amazon (laughs) another thing through amazon (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so the Wicked King, so many surprises, so much betrayal. Oh, oh, so much betrayal. I was thinking that this should be called like the Betrayal King mm-hmm. because there was so much betrayal. Yes. So a question. Yes. The first book was called The Cruel Prince. Yes. We had a discussion, I believe in the in the last episode that we did is who was the Cruel Prince? Yes. I was trying to think of this. Like who was the Cruel Prince in The Cruel Prince? Because there was a lot of Cruel Princes. Mm-hmm. Like do all th- of them. Do you think titles give things away? I think for this book, yes. Yes. Because like, I mean, going back to like the Hunger Games and stuff, I mean, the third book was called Mockingjay. Yeah. That was just like a nickname. That is very true. And Catching yeah. Fire was just like, that didn't really give anything away. That's like, an, okay. Yeah, it gave nothing away. Yeah. But this book, I don't know. I think Holly Black needs to be extra careful. Yeah. With spoilers in her own titles. Yeah, but then at the same time, it's kind of like with the Wicked King, we have a lot of uh, like kings. That's true. Presented to us. That's true. We have we have like some background mm-hmm. on um, like the King Eldridge and stuff, and and who could potentially be king because we don't really know the yes, ending. Exactly. So someone could essentially become king at the very end. Yeah. And then become the Wicked King. Who yeah. knows? That might have happened. Who knows? We don't know, even though we do know, but we're not going to tell you because we don't know. Exactly. And also, who is controlling the king to make him wicked? Who is the puppet master here? That might be another thing about the title. Yeah. But I do have to say, be careful with your titles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because as soon as I saw the queen of nothing, I had an idea of like what was going to happen by the end of the book. Yeah. To make someone the queen of nothing. Mm -hmm. And so then it happened and I was like, oh, man, I was a little bit more enthusiastic with my old man than that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Another book that does this is Three Dark Queen or no, Three Dark Crowns. Yes. With Kendara Blake. Yes. And then our second book was Two Dark. Dark No, Two Thrones. No, no, it's called Two Dark Queens or something. It's okay, you know dark. what? We're butchering this. 
Let's find out. And then the third one is called One Dark Throne. So I'm like, obviously, three. we know that three of the girls are going to go down to one throne. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, we haven't, we haven't, I haven't read the second book. Mm-hmm. You have. Yes. And you said that it was better? It was better. Because we kind of didn't like Three Dark Crowns because yeah. it was just very slow. Very slow and very long. Very long. And it was just, it was too much. Mm-hmm. Way too much. Um, Yeah. One Dark Throne. Wait. Three Dark Crowns down to three dark. It has to be two dark. I remember it being two dark. Two Dark Reigns. Two Dark Reigns. Yeah. I don't even remember that reigns word. Oh my gosh. So does that mean that like a sister dies? Like that was my question. Well, essentially one of them loses power. Oh, okay. So then it go it really does go down to two dark people. Oh, interesting. So I I, I do want to listen to that one. I do want to review that one because I think that it's a good series as a whole. Mm-hmm. It may not be like good individually, but I think it would be good as one complete thing. Yes. So any characters in the Wicked King speak to you? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, I think the one character that like I connected with the most, or I actually wanted to connect with more was Vivi. I love Vivi. Yes. I really liked her. I wanted to see more of her in the second book mm-hmm. that we, we don't really get more of Vivi. We get, like a sliver. We get a sliver of Vivi. And it's heartbreaking. A sliver of Vivi. I can't <laughs> say that 10 times fast. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> um, we is, just get a little bit of her, but I feel is, like from the first book, she was like one of my favorites. One of my favorites. And then the, the second book, I wanted more, like you said. Mm-hmm. There were so many. I think Vivi has a theme. This idea of you have the power. Yeah. And you're not afraid to use it, mm-hmm. but you want to be normal and you, you don't want to have the power. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very complicated characteristic. I think Vivi is very complicated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the character that we did get a lot of that I really liked and I connected with, I think would have to be um, the bomb. The bomb. I liked her a she lot. Was, she was the bomb.com. She was. Before the <laughs> dot com bubble burst. <laughs> uh, she was really, really cool. And I liked her. And I want to see more of her in the third book. Yes. Yes. Which I don't know what's going to happen in the third book at all. I don't. I don't even know. I know ice cream happens. Ice cream. You scream. We, we all, all scream, scream. For ice cream. So another character that I was very fascinated about with in the Wicked King novel mm-hmm. was Nikasia. Oh yeah, Nikasia in the in the Cruel Prince. She was this like bully. She was I hated her. She was the sidekick to Cardin. Yeah, she was gross. And then all of a sudden, the second one, it was like, uh oh, she's a rival that's mm-hmm. about to take over yep. the lands. Yeah, and she was suddenly in this like different form of power, like. All of them went from um, Nikasia, Locke, and Cardin went mm-hmm. from being like schoolyard bullies to being in charge of tons of people. Yes. Just in from one book. But mm. they were still in the mentality of schoolyard bu- bullies. Yes. What a graduating class. Yeah. It was hard to watch these people basically get handed everything. Mm-hmm. So it was enjoyable when we got to see the... Um, human quote-unquote side for Nikasia where she 
was jealous and she was scared and she was sad and she was lonely. It was interesting to see, but then she also had this whole other thing of just being a B word. Ugh, and her mother. Ugh, God, her mother, Orla. Orla. God, we- I kept I kept thinking about toothpaste. Oh, <laughs> or gels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oral, what, and that's what they're Oral called. Oral B. Right? Oh, Oral B. <laughs> <laughs> Oral B is what it will be. Yes. <laughs> um. Yes, I love how you get a little peek about her life, though, about how horrible of a mother she has. But then at the same time, not. They're very. She's very loving. Yes. And that's when I was like, whoa, that's where she gets it. I was like, who? how can you be so loving, but then so not? Yes. And I love how they introduced the whole mermaid thing. And, like, I think that it was obviously alluded to in The Cruel Prince, but to make the mermaids this essential oh, yes. part of the Wicked King. Yes. I could have a whole spinoff dedicated to that one male merman mm. that comes in the room to get Jude in order to take her to the dining table. Yes. I was like. Give me a spinoff of you. Please. At least just give me a picture book. Tail and all. Tail and all. Because I was imagining like, (laughs) you know, mermaids are when they're depicted in like real folklore Mm -hmm. stuff. They're terrifying. They're terrifying. They're They're not little mermaid beautiful. Yes. They got got like fangs. Yeah. And they got like horns. And their eyes are like weird. Do they even have eyes? Mm -hmm. I don't know. And their scales are ashy. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in here, I imagined that. Abs. Merman. Abs. abs. Just abs. abs. That's all they have Just is abs. all over his face. <laughs> all over his fins. Face abs. abs. <laughs> Fabs. Fabs. Uh, but yes, long, luxurious hair or yeah. short hair? Uh, short hair. I like short hair mermaids. Short hair, yes. Mm-hmm. Short hair is where it's at because it like just kind of floats and glistens. Yeah. Is there a fetish for mermaids? Like if you're a mermaid, do you have a fetish or is there a fetish for mermaids. The latter. There's got to be. There has to be. There's a fetish for everything. There is a fetish for everything. I think if I were to have a fetish and be able to pick one, it would be mer- it would be mermaids. That would make sense. I mean, it absolutely mermaids are fun. Yeah. They have and tails and like, they can swim. It's play with their little belly buttons. Uh-huh. And then they have pecs. Yeah. Because they're swimming all day, so they got to get muscle. And you don't have to worry about having to do anything because they have tails there. Exactly. It's just a little bit of foreplay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mermaids, yeah. are, it's where it's at. It is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, what were we talking about again? <laughs> Holly Black's. Yes. The Wicked King. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah any questions We're, yeah <laughs> thank you teacher and i'm all flustered from that uh merman spinoff mm. um that doesn't even exist <laughs> do you think that there will be other novellas in between the wicked king and the queen of nothing release i have a feeling there will be what do you think it will be about hmm i hope they don't do a that's one thing i hope they don't do a novella for every character I want them, just piggybacking off of that and not letting you finish your thought, mm-hmm. I want another one for Taryn. Yes. But why? <laughs> so the lost sister was very, very, in my mind, really good at mm-hmm. giving us some like in-depth look at Taryn. I still hate the girl's guts. Yes. Like, I don't like her. I never will. She cannot sit with us. Yes. But I really liked the story being told from her point of view in like a very short, nice little format because there's stuff that happens in the Wicked King 
with Taryn that we don't get to experience. No. So I would love to see from her point of view again, just an hour, hour and a half. You can even take it to two hours. Mm -hmm. It's narrated by Caitlin. Um, her point of view from all of those events that happened. Because hmm. there are gaps that we miss. And I think that's what Holly Black does with Taryn's character. Yeah. Is that she's like, I want my readers to really guess and really think about what Taryn is thinking. Yeah. Why is she doing this to mm -hmm. her sister? Yeah. And is she capable of continuing to do it? Or mm -hmm. is she being coerced into doing it? Exactly. And... I would like to see that as well. Yeah. I think I would like to see a novella with, I don't know if it's too much, but with the bomb and Ooh. the roach and yeah. their love or their connection. Yeah. That would be nice too. That like would little, be a good one. Yeah. A little background story about them. Yeah. Mm. Question. Answer. Can they get pregnant? They have to, right? Because there are offspring, but like, and I mean, Vivian, 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 she's a full fairy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. OK, so can fairies and humans get together and make babies? Well, that's what are there halflings? That's what Jude and Taryn are. No, no, they're not. What you talking about? Wait, yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Are you sure? Their mother is a fairy. Yes. Wait, Wait right, right. Their mother is a fairy. Their mother was a fairy. Yes. And Vivian is Vi a full fairy. Exactly. But they're not half fairies. Wait. Wait. Wait, why does that mortals. not make sense? No, no, no. We're no? wrong. We're wrong? We're wrong. Are we all wrong? Matic fell in love with the human girl. With their mother? With the mother. And then had... So Vivienne is Vivienne. a halfling. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But then you end up getting like the full power of a fairy? Yeah. I think so. Or some powers. Okay. And and that's the thing is she never really wanted the power. So you don't really know what powers Vivienne has. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then Justin, which is weird that the mother never never has a name. Yeah, she does. In this one, she what, does. What's it's her? um something with an A. I must have missed it. It was in chapter 21 or 26. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep for a little bit. I was up, I was up late. I was up late. <laughs> uh. it, it starts with an A since the book isn't out yet from the Wikipedia for it isn't updated yet yes. but it does start with an a i just can't remember what it is because we had so many names introduced in this book yes that we even had it was like avia or like <sighs> are you sure because i know the bomb's name got released yes but that was with a w yeah was it w i thought it was an l no it's a w is it yeah I'm not gonna say it <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. No spoilers. No spoilers here. Uh, but no, um, her name, because Cardin's mom actually releases his name and she has yes. a name as yes. well. Yes, yes. Asha or something like that. Asia? No, that's Nakeda. That's a, that's a drag queen. <laughs> um, hold on. <laughs> that's what I get for watching RuPaul's Drag Race along with re listening to the book. <laughs> it, definitely. Pretty positive. I'm pretty sure that it's very short. Anyway, we can come back to that. I'm pretty sure the mother was named, but I can't find it right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to waste any more time trying to find it. Yes. So is this a winter book? Hmm. I would say that this is more of like 
Summer Body. Yes, book. Summer Body. I want to be listening to it on the beach while I'm yes. in the ocean looking for some mermaids. Yes, because there are new islands being formed. There mm-hmm. is water. There is salt yes. life all around us. Yes, I want to be on a cruise. Yes. Listening to this book. Yes, this is a perfect cruise book. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going on a cruise, get this book. <laughs> And the cover is so pretty. Oh my god! Okay, so I love the covers. Like yes. the covers of this series, I can't wait to see what the Queen of Nothing is going to look like. I don't even. I can't even imagine. I just imagine it's gonna be black. Oh, like tar, <gasps> kind of like being everywhere. Oh, yes. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. But it the, it's just such a beautiful cover. So beautiful, and I just want to go swimming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has like so. The Cruel Prince has that uh, like golden with like. The thorns. The thorns coming out and stuff like that. And it's a white background. But it's like mostly in the golden hue family. Mm -hmm. The Wicked King is like in the more blue. So it has like a crown falling into water. Yes. And the water's like splashing. And it looks like it looks like it's like waves and there's going to be some storm storm and and trouble ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just looks good. So I can't imagine what the Queen of Nothing is going to look like. I can't wait. I'm mm. so excited. So it's coming out tomorrow. Yes. This is big. This is huge. How, I mean, do you think it's going to come out number one? Let's see. I wonder what other books are coming out tomorrow. I don't know, but this is the only one I know about. Uh, this is the only one that I know and care about. I think this one is is going to be a big book. Like it's going to be another New York Times bestseller. Yes. I don't think people understood how well The Cruel Prince did. Mm-hmm. And now with the rights being bought for a movie, like I feel like it's just going to be a Hunger Games-esque kind of blow up. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it more than The Hunger Games. Oh, 100%. I'm enjoying it more than Divergent. Yes. I'm enjoying it more than The Maze Runner. And I hate to say that because I really like The Maze Runner. Uh-huh. But we're on book two and it has not slowed down. No. it And it just, like book two jumps into it, but it still gives you enough to go off of. And it also doesn't mention The Lost Sisters whatsoever. Like, yeah, you you it just continues on, which is great because The Lost Sisters was a companion novel. Basically, mm-hmm. it didn't have to be mentioned. Exactly. But it was so great going into it with that little reminder mm-hmm. in between the year wait of what this premise was. Yes. And there's no sophomore slump. No. This is a book. It goes into it. It's like Holly Black. You know, sometimes we've talked about this with series is that there's always a book in the middle that is filler. Yes. Because they have a, a beginning and an end. And that end is usually hap- happens in the last 10 pages of the third book. Yeah. In a trilogy. Yeah. So the second book and half the third book is like filler. Mm-hmm. But with this one, none of that. No. there's It's no filler whatsoever. It's, it's just. Yeah. It's ongoing story. Yeah. It's just constantly giving you characters and twists and turns and betrayals. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's so good. Hands down, one of the best series. And you need to pick it up. Yes, absolutely. And how can they pick up this book through our website? I mean, like, you can get it for free. Don't tell anybody. Or maybe tell everybody. Yeah. You can get it for free if you go to our website at audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link to download two free books if you get a 30-day free trial. Yeah, and I think you can also pre-order this one. I mean, it comes out tomorrow. But I think you can put it in your cart and pre-order it for your free credit. 
Yeah, you get two credits. So and yeah, you should get the Cruel Prince as well. Cruel Prince, and then you can get the Wicked King and the Lost Sisters is only like five dollars or something like that. It's like five dollars or six dollars or something like that. It's such a great series. Oh my god. So good. Mm. I just I just want to like grunt. And you know what else I loved? I loved the picture that you posted on our, on our Instagram. Uh-huh. I love those little stars because it was like underwater starfish. Yes, it like worked. It was like fairy tale. And I was like, oh, this is this is good. Before I pack up all my Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. Hmm, sad. Oh. Um, let's get some stars in here. Yes. So that's what I did. So let's tell them about the Instagram so they can follow us and like us. So if you want to follow along with all of our audio book adventures, you can find us on Instagram at audioshelf underscore podcast and also Twitter at audioshelf me. And you can like us on Facebook at audioshelf. And we should be getting our book tube up and running very, very soon. We'll have a little hello message right now and some previous episode highlights. Uh, so go check us out on there. That's audio shelf i think yeah just audio I, shelf on youtube i don't i don't know what else there is for yes <laughs> <laughs> and how are we getting the funding for our booktube oh my god you are just so <laughs> like <laughs> you're just so like high school principal like asking <laughs> questions at a job fair <laughs> yes. uh well Mister, if you would like to support our show and our booktube as we get it up and running, you can go to our Patreon by clicking clicking on the link in our Twitter description or on our website or just Google searching Audio Shelf Patreon. We should pop right up. You don't have to donate a lot if you don't want to, but a dollar makes us holla. Makes us holla. <laughs> Do we have anyone to thank? Yes, we have a lot of people to thank. So for our Patreon patrons, we have, oh my God, so many. So many. We have Sean, we have Jamie, we have Anne, we have Paul from theaudiobookreviewer.com, we have Spectrum Audiobooks, and we have Deanna. Mm. Those are my favorites. Those are my favorites too. Will you be a favorite? Hmm? Hmm? We're waiting for your answer. <laughs> We're waiting for you to come at us. <laughs> Ew. Anyway. Mm. Okay. So I'm excited for tomorrow. Go out and grab a copy of The Wicked King. Yes. By Holly Black, narrated by our girl, Kaylin Kelly. Oh my gosh. And enjoy it. Yes. And also, we're totally going to shelf this. Like, I don't know if that was even a question. It wasn't a question, but we're totally shelving, not shoving, shelving this book. Shelving all day, all night long. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna sh- I'm actually going to go reread The Cruel Prince. Will you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really reread things. So, I know. But- it's like... No, you're not. But I've already told like several people. I'm like, I need to reread this. Okay, you can tell people, but doing it is a whole other challenge. That is true. All right. Well, Brad's going to not go re-listen. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. I actually like that one. I was recording that one. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was it recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Okay. <laughs>